Olive Knight is a gospel blues singer from the desert community of Wangajunka, more than 100 kilometres southeast of Fitzroy Crossing. Singing in both English and Wamatjari, Olive has graced some of the biggest stages in the world, having toured internationally with Hugh Jackman on his Back to Broadway show. But she's also very content to stay on country, writing about the stories, land, community and faith that inspires her. If I were the only one standing If I were the only one standing If I were The sun will still rise for me in the morning The sun will still rise for me in the morning The sun will The sun of righteousness is risen. The sun of righteousness is risen. Risen with healing. In his wings Arisen with healing In his
My name, my original name, in traditional name is Kankawa, and my skin group name is Nagara. And the mission where I've been to gave me Olive Bent, and but I also am known as Knight, Olive Knight. Now, Olive, I know that a lot of your music, you're writing songs with purpose, you know. Um... That's right. I, I am, at the moment, I'm, I'm involved with, as a singer-songwriter with, with, with Big Heart and as well as with, with other people. And I feel very strongly about youth and other people writing and singing their stories. If they, don't, if they cannot do it in front of a counsellor or a psychiatrist, at least they can write their stories and, 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 and sing it on stage or other people can sing it. So they're bringing things out of their inner being and, and, and taking that thing out, out there. And it's not being hidden and uh, all that. You know, uh, I, I've suffered myself, you know, having to lose a, a beautiful grandson to suicide. And I've written a lot of um, uh, songs about him and wanted, wanted to just opt out of the world and all that. But I do not wish for anyone else to be doing that. I want them to come out and bring out their stories and live life. And we've just heard a little of a song you wrote for one of your sons, If I Were the Only One. Can you tell us a little about that song? I remember clearly having to come to me with these very glassy eyes and, and, and saying to me, telling me straight, we, there was stillness first, and, and telling me straight after the, the, the stillness, you know, because at the time I, I felt so kind of, I didn't know what else to do because I, I knew there was something bad coming out of his mouth at the time, you know, and and then he says to me, Mum, the sun doesn't rise for me in the morning. And all I could say, if you were the only person here on earth, the sun would rise for you in the morning. And so I wrote that song, the, the sun will rise for you in the morning. And um, it gives a very positive view you know, of, of the scriptures, of course, when the sun of righteousness, God himself, does rise in the lives of people, you know, and there's sunshine there. So, but now my son is uh, is a different person. He's, he's a he's a businessman. He owns his own housing business and all. So, at the time, had I said the wrong thing, I would have sent him over the edge. But that's all I could say. Even though hair was sticking out of me, and you know, like like, and I was so scared, I'd I'd, I'd put him over the edge. Yeah, I think it speaks to the the level of. Um trust that he had in you to come to you with mm. yeah yes that's right I'm a proud mother now of, of, of seeing all of my children practically doing you know uh, advancing in life and doing oh huge um, they've gone in leaps and bounds you know and I'm so I'm so I'm so uh, one happy mother you know <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it goes the other way. I'm sure they're very yeah. happy children of their yeah. mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Olive, you are a gospel blues singer. What is it about gospel blues that really drew you in? Well, as a matter of fact, originally because I've I've gone through the mission and 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 been converted into Christianity, I felt that the strong. Um, value here was bring out gospel first, you know, gospel 
because that was in my sort more or less written into my um, psyche more or less, you know, and, and known the gospel very, very well and wanted to write um, gospel music rather than uh, sort of uh, think of, then I later thought about the contemporary ones, but the gospel was the first album that I thought about that came to mind immediately. I've, I was talking to a few people about um, this interview when it was coming up and I was describing you as a hidden gem. And then I thought about that and whether it's, whether it's actually the right label for it. Like, well, uh, the, I the, think the you I'd, can say it, it's yeah. the right label for it because <laughs> I in, uh, I'm, I've worked with, uh, we just recently concluded a concert with, with um, uh, a production called Big Heart and this is the, the production that works with the Ngalama Inyibari people in Roban and uh, and uh, that's what kind of regenerated the um, the this uh, in custody because of a young man who had died in custody there and uh, but which is a fantastic um, project because it's done a lot for children and young people in the prisons and all that writing lyrics so I've been involved with them for three years um, but there was a there was a musician a famous musician there who heard me for the first time he's from your side there from the eastern side um, and um, he said that uh, why hadn't anyone heard about Olive about about Kankawa? You know, Kankawa is my 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 performing name and Olive. Yeah. But then he hadn't heard of me <laughs> doing anything abroad or anything like that. So, so I'd say you'd describe me as hidden. I, I think that this was kind of the mm. the like the step in my thought where I went. Maybe this mm. is just that. On the East Coast, we get very caught up in mm. um, what's happening over here and there's, there is fantastic performers like yourself mm. who have been working solidly and quite um, and quite beautifully for a long time yeah. and it well, maybe look, speaks uh, to our, our mm. um, yeah, that we're not yeah. branching out enough. Yes. Well, well, that's that's well, that's what it is, you know. Everyone looks for these famous sort of stage people uh, who, who want to make, who have made the name for themselves because of stage performances. But some of us are just uh, practically not stage. I, I don't, I don't describe myself as a stage uh, performer, but someone who is there just to be an example, a role model to the younger generation. I, uh, I have my, you know. There are fights that I'm, I'm speaking about, singing about, like land and, um, and the environment and um, oh, climate change. And uh, my main main pet uh, area is uh, working with uh, youth, who, disabled youth and those who have mental issues. So there's songs that I've written, you know, and, and one of them is, is, is Lifeline, which talks about youth having to float along this, this empty space of water and hardly any, you know, just taken away with the tide, as it were, and and hardly touching the ground. And then, then um, you know, speaking about there's no other side, the bank's too far away, and then someone throws a lifeline and mm-hmm. rescues them. So my main thrust is with my songs is, is to give 
folk are mental health. There's, there are mental health aware. Mm. You know, uh, we must be aware that, that the youth are and people are going through some mental issues and mental issues what, what we need to promote, you know. And um, so that's my area mm-hmm. as well as uh, fracking on the land and all that sort of thing. So, mm. Mm. But was there a point at which you thought about maybe not living on country in order to, to gain a higher mm. profile? Was that? No, never. No. Uh, I'd, I'd rather be on country because that's where my inspiration comes from. Mm. And because the roots are there, and um, and it's just an occasional visit to the outside world, I guess, and uh, now and then, and would would just be a yeah, something to add, of course, and and be good about, feel proud, and all that. But but at least um, the pride is, is grounded in the land, you know, the, the my country, and and what comes out of there, mm. the inspiration, and all of that. So. And you've had an incredible and long career as a musician. Over the years, you've released, I think it's three albums. Um, yes. You've toured internationally, including as part of Hugh Jackman's tour back on Broadway. Yes. Tell me about being on tour with, with Hugh Jackman. Well, it first started as, a, as, as a, an introduction of my um, first album because at the time... Um, Hugh was uh, formulating his first um, Broadway show. You know, wanted to bring a lot of lot of people into it, and um, then he coordinated a um, an inclusion with the group uh, Nomads Two Worlds, which which was it involved my second eldest son and uh, uh, Russell James, who had who had begun this project, and um, then there was a dig player, and and then uh, there were I mean, at the same time, Hugh was looking for what he called an um, indigenous um, singer. So he looked in this country, and uh, and when he first heard my album, The Gospel Blues at the Edge of the Desert, he said, well, bring that one over. So next thing I get an email to say that I'm, I'm actually uh, travelling to Toronto for my first um, encounter with Hugh.
And it's the first song off that album, Gospel Blues, At the Edge of the Desert. Olive, what's it about? Well, that, um, that song was, was written at a time when I was very, very kind of almost a point of loneliness. And um, I had been babysitting someone's house. and um, But immediately this this. Uh, Joyous feeling came, you know. I, I feel God put it in me and and wanted me to see better things and um, of Him more and more than anything, you know. Um, and the wonderful things that He does uh, bring, you know, the happiness and the joy and all that. So that's why I said Nyakumananda Nyundameva Lord, you know. That's it. That means that means to say that I want to just see You, Lord. That's it. When you're writing a song in Walmutjari, does the the writing process is it different to when you're writing in English? Do yes, you notice it is, a difference? It is different. There is difference because sometimes we have to do um, uh, lines back to front, more or less, and, <laughs> and that's the way you know because that's the way. Like languages don't, it often doesn't collaborate with with the English, you know correlate with English because there is a difference in, in how we pronounce the, or how, how we do a sentence, for instance, and, you know, it's almost backward when it's translated. It's back to front, more or less, in English, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> do you think about it um, in English first or which, which direction do you start? Think about it in both. And uh, I, because I'm a translator interpreter myself, and so, it it it's not hard for me because of, of my, you know, skill and uh, I can do it just like that, you know, our language, my one major language and as well as other languages, you know, and um, then my, with, with the standard English. I've been really interested in the way that people who have more than one language mm. sort of in there, like right at the tip of their tongue. <laughs> yes, yes. The mm. way that that sort of um, can mm. work for you. Yeah, I, oftentimes I, I worry because it doesn't work with, with the younger generations now and um, 
it is a big worry. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can pick up because uh, in my past, you know, which is the recent past with my mother and 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 all of those people, and um, they would they would switch just so, so automatically to mm. to other languages, two or three languages. You know that that if if, if they were in front of a Gunyandi person, well, they'd switch to Gunyandi or to and they'd switch to Buraba. So it was just so instant, you know and and I thought, oh, my word, this is a good example for me. I'm going to do it now often. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and teach the younger ones, you know. Listen, mm. listen, you know, listen for when you're making the switch and when you're with people who are with another language, you know. Mm. Are, you, are you finding that your songs are changing the way that you use your language or...? Well, look, um, if we can keep to the original, you know, as much as we can, you know, mm. I, I'm, I, I still remember the style of, of singing that my people did traditionally, you know, and I'm, I'm, it's so clear in me. You know, I, I can go into a jabba jabba song or, or something that I've heard as a child and, and all that sort of thing. And um, so, of course, there is changing, like changes in the language, the way that the, the corroborates the songs of the past, the traditional songs were sung because they were sung in a, in a language that was then, you know, um, which was handed down through centuries uh, of language that, that you, you don't speak anymore, you know. Mm. And um, so there is, like, you have to adapt to what you, what you have now rather than try to worry about going back to the place where these these songs were created and sung at the time. And whatever you've got now, the language, if I have Walmajeri now, I have to write it with Walmajeri now, you know, what yep. I know. I cannot go to the, the back to w- w- the original songs, you know, that were written, which were done with old Walmajeri, we, we, ca- we call it, you know. And mm. some of those words are lost now. Mm. Well, let's let's talk about a very new song that you mm-hmm. have collaborated with. That is um, about your country and a place that you've adventured out to. Mm. Um, my love for your country. It's a collaboration. Yes, with between, you um, and um, Kieran O'Sullivan. Yes, Kieran O'Sullivan. Now, I have a a very strong bond with uh, Kieran O'Sullivan, and uh, I do not know the the, the reasons behind it, but. Um, um, we first met at this uh, at at Kadoko, which, which where, where the Irish festival is going to be held. And I thought, I thought, you know, uh, sorry to say that, but I, I'm um, there is a huge problem with prejudice, you know, with with seeing someone and saying, thinking that it's the white face, you know, and all that, and <laughs> 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 and you judge the person by 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 their. Uh, appearance more or less and thinking that oh well there's there's a hater of the blacks you know sitting just opposite me you know that sort of thing but <laughs> but the, but the different thing it turned out to be a different um, story afterwards you know and um Hiran sends me a friend's request and then uh, this end of the story we started writing lyrics and and singing songs and yes yeah, so it's been a tremendous journey for me <laughs> anyway <laughs> but little did I know that the the, the that Ireland did have a connection with the indigenous people and that's what we're celebrating on the 17th. 
and uh, much so much um, liaison has been happening, you know, with our people and and the Irish people. So there's much humility and much um, collaboration and uh, connection between us. So that would be so awesome. I've heard that there's a bit of a story about going to Ireland and feeling mm. a connection. Can you tell oh, me that? Oh, yes. Look, uh, well, this is this 2019 um, Broadway show mm. and it took me over to Europe first and uh, to England and I, we played at the O2 and all those places. And um, then in Scotland, I felt a strong uh, connection with Scotland, and, uh, but it was Ireland that mainly caught my whole kind of feeling, you know, because uh, uh, f- number one, I turned 74 there and, and, and the crowd roared <laughs> 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 about the birthday wish and, and and I just immediately felt this very, very strong, um, you know, there was an awe about it and um, where where the where this, this feeling came that I, I was one with these people for some reason. So, yeah, I just felt the strong bond there. It, there was something happening, you know, something between us, the Indigenous people and the Irish people, you know, that's connected us. It must have been the culture or whatever it is. So, hmm. <laughs> Even though we had uh, different skin colours, but I tell you, uh, there, there's something in the spirit, you know, almost. Gospel blues singer-songwriter Olive Knight. You can see Olive on stage as part of the third annual Hand in Hand Kidogo Irish Aboriginal Festival in Fremantle. Running from the 17th to the 19th of March, it's a weekend of storytelling, poetry, music, art and more at Kidogo Art House at Bathers Beach. I'll have a link to the festival on our website. 